Hey, I'm Ruben from Dub. Welcome to Connection Loop, our actionable podcast about building businesses with daily human connections. Connection Loop features long form interviews with fascinating people in sales, marketing, and beyond. Enjoy today's episode and learn more about Dub at dub.com. And we are live. What's up, guys? This is Ruben Dua from Dub's podcast, Connection Loop. Um, for those of you guys that do not know, Dub is a video communication platform. We allow people to quickly create, share, and track videos across all channels. We have a Gmail integration, LinkedIn integration, a lot of really cool stuff to help you leverage video to grow your business. So today I have Terry Lancaster with me. And before we actually clicked record, we were, we were talking about this idea of the idea of creation being very destructive because the studio that I'm sitting in has been built and then destroyed and then built and then destroyed probably about three to four times now with all the different upgrades that we have. But it's all good because every time it gets a little bit better and I've been personally still able to be kind of productive in that process. So I hope you guys are really enjoying whatever it is that you're doing to upgrade your lives, whether it's technology or process. Um, Terry has some really good tips and tricks, some really good insight. Let's get into this. Uh, Terry, I'd love to understand your, your origin story, trials and tribulations, purpose. <laughs> the whole thing, well, I'll tell you my trials and tribulations when I'm, uh, when I'm speaking, really introduce myself. The, uh, the intro usually starts like this. I've, I've survived cancer twice. I've had a gun held to my head. I've had a knife held to my throat. I've been on one boat that sank, one airplane I was 100% sure was about to crash, got thrown out of another, went 200 yards down a, uh, do a class four rapids, uh, elbow over tea kettle. Survived three teenage daughters, and uh, and I've been uh, selling hot air to car dealers for the last thirty years. So, so that's that's my backstory. Wow! And 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 out of all of that, what has been the hardest thing? The teenagers. Oh, three three teenage daughters, hands down. <laughs> not not nothing even comes close. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not quite there yet. I've got a 15 month old daughter. Oh my goodness! And a six year old son. So I've got a ways to go. But I hear that. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is, it is a long, hard road. It's, it's worth every step, but uh, it, it, uh, it is, it is, it, it challenges in ways you can't even begin to imagine. I can imagine. So, I mean, what, what would you say your, your origin story is? You know, from, from a business perspective, what put you where to where you are right now? Well, I, uh, I started I started in the business world uh, in college. I was a disc jockey. I paid my way through college as a top 40 disc jockey. And I realized uh, working at the radio station that uh, the radio business wasn't about the music and it wasn't about the disc jockeys because all the uh, the people who drove the nicest cars were all working in the sales department. So I started working uh, when I graduated from college. I started selling radio advertising and I did that for a few years. And all of my best customers, this, I'm, I'm, this has been a while. So all of my best customers were, were car dealerships. Three out of four uh, spots on the radio at that time were car dealerships. So I was uh, I was I spent a lot of time working with car dealerships, and at, uh, after about uh, ten years of doing that, I jumped out on my own and started an advertising agency doing nothing but selling uh, advertising to car dealerships. And we work with car dealerships from Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan to Miami, Florida. Uh, but talking about creative destruction, the world changes. You know, from it's whether it's having kids or building a new studio or 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 the internet coming along, uh, thing, things change. And ten years ago, the advertising business changed dramatically because of the internet, and specifically because of social media. There, the Google put the newspaper business out of business, and that really disrupted my business because uh, the car dealers were spending huge amounts of money in the newspaper at the time. And I started looking 
at the changes that had gone on. And uh, I had gotten ahead of the curve with, uh, with, with, with some of the newspaper advertising that we were doing and the ability to reach the far-flung corners of the universe via the internet. So I started looking at uh, what, what's, what's next, what's around the curve, and I decided that uh, because of a lots of things, and this is happening in a lot of industries, you have margin compression. The internet has compressed the margin because our customers know everything before they reach out to us. Uh, but at the same time, uh, so they don't have to reach out and talk to a salesperson until they know what they're going to buy until they're ready to raise their hand. Yeah, you know, one of one of my uh, one of my new friends, she calls that pre-framing. Yeah. Where most customers are pre-framed. They they have a full understanding or at least a partial understanding of what it is that they're getting into and what problem they're trying to solve. That makes sense. Yeah, so 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 things get pre-framed rightly or wrongly and sometimes it's bad information but all it does is compress the margins and it ends up shifting some of the margin from the retailer to, uh, to whatever internet provider sent them to the retailer that they found on the internet. In, in, the, car, in the car business, they're called third-party lead generation providers. They, uh, they, they basically siphon off, the, uh, they, they siphon off the, uh, the demand from the internet and, and send it to the dealers. But at the same time, people like to do business with people. And every salesperson in the universe has a phone in their hand and has the ability to connect with thousands and thousands and thousands of potential customers and develop relationships with them that last before they pre-frame everything about your business and last much longer after they drive by, after the completion of the sale so that you can maintain a relationship to get better reviews and more referrals and more repeat business. Uh, and it's, it's kind of like the old way of doing business when everyone had a Rolodex on their desk. But now we have a telephone with thousands and thousands and thousands of contacts on there, and we just have to use uh, use that phone to communicate with, to create content with, to 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 preframe our customers the way we want them to be preframed. And I and I suspect that such a big part of your business is not just teaching how to sell, but teaching how to to sell and then retain and avoid churn and to evangelize and have referrals come in. It's like it, a, it's like a garden. It, it's very, it's, it's, it's very, uh, it's very Eastern, uh, it's Asian and Confucian because uh, the, the word is Wu Wei. It's selling without selling. It, mm. it, is, it is, it is, it is just being there and building the relationships. And yes, there's a sales component and the end result is selling, but a lot of times the activity isn't selling. It's relationship building. It's relationships that start before the sale and continue after the sale. And what would you say that the, the paradigm shift has been towards this Wu Wei, towards this selling without selling? What what took place and, and what's working, frankly? Well, what, what's, wor what's working, uh, and, and you know this as well as any human being on the face of the earth, what's working is video. <laughs> what, what's working <laughs> is, is video messaging because you have the ability to communicate with far-flung people with uh, with eyeballs and uh, and and a smiling face and no, nothing nothing can build a relationship and uh, and build that that human component into it like looking at another human being in the yeah. eye and we have right. the ability to do that you know mat you know through mass communication on social media where we're, we're creating Facebook lives and uploading videos to LinkedIn and creating our content that's educating and entertaining our customers and we have the ability to do that one on one through video messaging services like Dub where we're communicating one on one with our customers with direct human content eyeball to eyeball face to face belly to belly well i mean you're really um, speaking my language i mean i think that my most important catalyst moment was when I was early on in the early days when I was working working with someone, a sales leader, someone that is, I mean, a closer, someone that provides a lot of value. Um, he was struggling. You know, he wasn't getting callbacks. He was getting really flustered because competitors were just sort of eating his lunch. Right. And I think the the reason of that was because 
he wasn't out there enough and he wasn't creating connections. He was following up like a beast, mm-hmm. but he wasn't really to your earlier point, creating those connections and building those long-term relationships and really providing value. And, uh, and I think that that was an eye-opening experience for me because watching the numbers go up and then ultimately down and then realize that, Hey, listen, there's a, there's a problem in the marketplace right now. I mean, what is the problem? The problem is trust really, at least from my perspective. Um, but the solution to that is just bringing humanization back to our communication and, you know, bringing authenticity and just bringing real life moments where it's not about what we're saying, it's how we're saying it and who we are as a person. Yeah. And, well, and, and my big thing is a lot of it is, is, is not only what we're saying and how we're saying it, it's when we're saying it because people, nice. people want to do business with no, that with people that they know, like, and trust. Yeah. But it's hard, it's hard to build that at the point of sale. It's hard to build that at that right. zero moment of truth when they've already, right. when they've already pre-framed the conversation and they're going to have this conversation. They've already made up their mind. This is what we're going to do. This is how much we're going to spend. These are the things we want. You're, you, 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 are, you have to be the robot to facilitate that. And what I encourage people to do is to build that human connection by educating, entertaining, and empathizing with people much, much earlier in the process to re- meet people way at the very top of the funnel and and try to and try to help guide them along the way down instead of sitting there at the bottom. And that that's what you know that's what happened in the car business. We got so used to uh, to picking those apples at the bottom of the funnel, that low hanging fruit that was just you know, easy money, baby. <laughs> that all sweet you fruit. To, all, all you got to do is just reach up and pick it right off the vine. Yeah. But now, by the time it gets to that point, if, if they don't know, like, and trust you by that point, they're not going to know, like, and trust you because you're just a salesperson. Yeah. You're, you're not if a the, human. If the, baby has, if the baby has candy in this day and age, it's locked in a safe. <laughs> no one knows the code. No one's taking that candy from that baby when it comes to low-hanging fruit. It's, right. it's changed. Yeah, it's, it's changed. Uh, the, the market is a hundred percent changed, and and uh, the people who are changing with it are are reaping huge rewards because we have this amazing technology. And uh, but we and, but there are a lot of people still fighting it that are, that want to do business the way they did business 10, 20 years ago, and, well, and it's a, it's a whole different world. I mean, the advice that I'd love to get from you is that you're you're sold on on this. You're you're ahead of the game, right? You're I'm impressed. The challenge that I have from a marketing perspective, from a sales perspective, and I'll use a, a metaphor that we always use here is that we, when we try to sell health food to people who are not into eating healthy, it's, it's very challenging. Now, if someone is sold on video, i.e. health food, that's an easy sale for us. Our close rate's like 80%. Low hanging fruit, baby, low hanging fruit. <laughs> right, so, but we, as a business, start to think about scale. How do we actually branch out to larger, bigger audiences? And, and listen, we're, we're focused. We, we have our eye on the ball, eye on the prize big time, and we have this, this, this audience, you know? It's, it's about 5% of the overall sales and marketing audience. I think that that's the percentage right now that believes in investing into next generation technology. That's where we're at. But I start to think as we start to grow and as we start to advertise and find people out there in the wild that are not the low hanging fruit, how do we educate, entertain, empathize, and then obviously provide a value to them? And, and, and get them to subscribe, you know, sign on the dotted line, if you will. So well, this is something I think about. 
Well, well, you, you, you and me both, because we're, we're, we're out there peddling, peddling stuff that, uh, you know, we're, we're peddling fruit that maybe not, maybe it's not hundred percent ripe. You know, everyone's, yeah. everyone's not ready for it. They, you know, they, right. that's, it tastes a little bitter in their mind. Right. And, um, and, and I, you know, I've, I've gone through this, my, you know, I'm on the training end of things. I'm getting yeah. them, I'm training them to use these strategies and you're, you're, you're providing the tools to help impl implement these strategies. So we're, we're on different sides of the ball, but we're doing the same thing. Right. And and the thing is, one obviously you have to find the low hanging fruit. That's that's always the holy grail. You got to find that five percent, the people who are looking for it. Yeah. But um, but but also we have to do exactly what we're doing here. We have to continue to educate people and hope each time we do something like this, someone else picks up the ball. But but the main thing, the main thing is we have to keep it brain dead simple. We have to okay. keep it so simple and so obvious that people can't not do it. That uh, you know, we, we and we we have we have to make we have to make video messaging and 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 relationship building seem like such a simple obvious thing right. that it would be crazy not to do anything. And the only way all the way I know to do that is keep preaching, man. Just 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 keep preaching. Well, I mean, this what you're describing is probably my number one weakness because when I describe something, I over articulate it. I start using charts and graphs and analogies and all sorts of just interesting, colorful ways to describe something. You know, I remember in the early days when I used to describe dub, it would be like, it was very convoluted. It would be like, well, we're a technology that allows you to capture videos and then without production, you know, allow you to distribute them. And blah. it was like a whole ordeal. And now I realized through a, a long process of, of really, you know, understanding simplicity is, you need to add trust. You need to humanize with the people on the other side of that phone or that, that email account that you have. The only way for you to do that, unless you can meet them in person at a coffee shop, at your office, that their office, is to share your life and to share yourself and show how intelligent you are and how much you care. Empathy. Video is the solution. It's super easy. Click a button in Gmail. Click a button in LinkedIn. It's done. It works. You will drive sales. That's not even perfect. I'm still working on that pitch, but it's been a process. I love the fact that you really understand the idea of simplicity. That's not easy. Yeah, because I mean, everyone everyone thinks it's complicated, you know, because we've got we've got in our hands a, a more powerful camera than anything CBS News owned 15 years ago. You know, this, <laughs> you know, right. it's, those, it is, those beta those Betamax cameras on the shoulder, those things are crazy. Right. So, yeah. you know, we ha we have this amazing technology and, and people are still a little little afraid of it. And and they are there. And, and the other thing that's interesting to me is coming from an advertising background. I spent years and years and years. I produced television commercials and we, we spliced them together and spent big money on editors and big money on effects. And we wanted everything to look highly professional and highly produced and use the We use the big voiceover, vo vo yeah. you know, the big voiceover in the background. In, so a, in a world where in a things world. don't really <laughs> exactly. And and what's funny is the world has changed yeah. and people look at that as inauthentic. And yeah. if you and if you start slapping that stuff up on right. Facebook or slapping that in, into people's right. inboxes, right. they're going to go, what, what's what's this crap? I don't need that. That's another ad. We, we have advertising overload and people just scroll right past it. So the most effective thing you can do is reach out on your phone, hit that button and say, hey, man, I was just thinking about you. I saw this. And, and this cool. would. 
when I'm when I'm training people, I, you know, people, you know, I don't I don't like the way I sound. I don't like the way I look. I go, listen, your mama don't care about the way you sound or you or you look. So so send your mama a message. Call your mama. Send your mama a video message right now. Tell her that you love her. Let's just break the ice. Right. <laughs> send your mama a message and tell her that you love her. It'll make her day, and she'll be happy no matter how bad a hair day you're having. Jump in. Let's get it done. Well, someone someone said it. Uh, I'm trying to remember who said this, but. Um... I, th- I think Gina said this, my friend Gina. She said, she said, listen, if you don't like the way that you look on video, you don't like the way you look in real life. <laughs> <laughs> right. And there's a problem there. <laughs> right. Because gone are the days where video adds 10 pounds. I have not heard someone say that. I don't work in the TV industry. Maybe they, Maybe that happens with actors, and maybe that's so. I don't think that's the case with that webcam and that phone on my desk. <laughs> right. So, you know, if, if someone does feel that way, um, I, there's a bigger problem, but I would say there's, there's actually no problem at all because life is not life. Life is how we perceive life. And when we look at ourselves on video, that's all of our perception from right. preconceived notions. And a lot of that stuff just has to go. It took, it took me a process to get over that and just, just to not care yeah. and say, this is what I look like it, combed hair or not, you know, yeah. but it, it, it's not easy for everyone. I must say that. Well, it's not, it's not easy for anyone, but, but we get simple and easy mixed up. Just because it's not easy doesn't yes. mean it's not simple. Right. The, only, exactly. the, only way to, the only way to do it is to do it, and the only way right. to get comfortable is to do it more. Do it, do well, it I mean, it, that, there's, a, there's a paradox in there because some of the simplest things are not the easiest things and vice versa. There's this exactly. crazy paradox. Because you're right. You click a, re- a red little button, record a button, send it to someone, and build a relationship. But that can take people years to get comfortable doing. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but you know, the, the the Chinese proverb is the best time to tra- plant a tree is twenty years ago, and the second best time is today. The, yeah. the best the best time to get started was five years ago. You'd be really comfortable and really good at it by now. You missed <laughs> right. that boat. Let, let's 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 look at where we are today. We we've thought about this a lot. I mean, there's actually a lot of tech on on Dub that we've implemented to 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 have empathy to people that that. Hey, listen, it's four o'clock in the morning. They, they're wearing their pajamas. They want to get something to a client, to a prospect, screen video, whatever. Uh, you don't have to show your, yourself. You don't have you can turn the webcam off. There's just a screen share open, a screen right. share only option with your LinkedIn picture or just an image that you upload. Right. So you can control that environment if that's what you want. I mean, we're all about meeting people where they are. So if it takes time for people, that's cool too. But at some point, you got to get comfortable with it. Yeah, you know, I, I tell people, you know, if you use the video messaging uh, feature on Facebook or, or Instagram or any of the others, you know, they've got the video messaging, and you can put the filter on there. You can have a, you know, a, a duck face or a rabbit oh, with, yeah. uh, with, right. <laughs> you know, you can hide your face. It's, you know, yeah. but but get started. You know, what what whatever it takes to get started, get started. Nice. So speaking of duck faces, do you think that business videos eventually should have that level of customization, personalization, quote unquote, fun. I mean, that's tech that we can build, you know, oh, right 100, 100%, 100% I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Maybe not the, uh, the donkey face with the big tongue. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, right. You know, right now, yeah, we, we, we think about that. You please keep in touch with ideas that you have, because I really like your perspective on this. Well, the big, the big thing I can tell everyone is, is the most important thing is have fun. Be yourself yeah. and have fun. And uh, so I tell a lot of people, hey, go uh, if, 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 if you're if you're freaked out about recording a video, go onto YouTube and watch a couple of minutes of a comedy, some kind of comedy clip 
just just to put you in a good mood, just just to make you laugh and just to make you smile. Take a deep breath, smile, and 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 turn on the button because mm. you know there's there's nothing worse than than over is over seriousing a word, over complicating and making things more serious than than they have to be. And if you get all serious, you're you're going to sound all serious, and you're going to look all serious, and you're going to look you know you're you're going to look unfriendly and 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 mean. So just just have fun. And, you know, I don't, I don't care if you're talking to uh, the janitor or the GM, you know, the CEO or wherever, everybody yeah. likes to smile, just smile. Maybe, you know, right. you don't send the CEO a, a donkey face with a tongue or something, but you still want to, <laughs> you still want to have a good time. You still want to be smiling, <laughs> laughing, you know, being human. Yeah. I, I got a video pitch yesterday from someone on LinkedIn and actually they used dub, which was kind of cool, Yeah, but it, they wrapped, it was a rap pitch, right? <laughs> Yeah. And I responded immediately. I listened to it and I responded. I was, I was impressed. I was like, if, wow. If, if, if that's who you are and you can spit rhymes that make sense and catch their attention, right. spit, spit them, man. Exactly. Exactly. So you mentioned, you mentioned some, some things that you went through as an individual personally. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I've been thinking a lot about mortality. You know, I've been thinking a lot about how fragile life is. I mean, I'm from Los Angeles this whole town is shook up right now from Kobe's death. Oh yeah. Right. I got to bring it up. And you know, you know I realized I, when I first read that headline, I realized what a way to go on a helicopter. I mean, he's, he's been riding helicopters for decades. You know, he, that's his method of transportation. That, that was not some opulent affair per se. He wasn't driving a, one of those cars behind you down PCH hundred miles an hour. That's not what he was doing. He was just right. getting, he was, he was commuting. He was, he was commuting getting, in an yeah. efficient way with, you know, family and, and friends and whatnot. And, uh, you know, I think through, through some of the experiences that, that you mentioned, um, in, in, in being close to death, you know, what are, what are some things that you've kind of realized along the way with how we should live our lives? Um, I've come to a very stoic uh, response for this. And actually, I, uh, up there, I've got the, a book that I wrote about five years ago called Better Self-Help for the Rest of Us. And I didn't even know what stoic meant when I wrote that book. But I, it turns out that I'd written a, a kind of a stoic manifesto, which is a uh, 2,000-year-old you know, philosophy. And uh, Marcus Aurelius, who is the godfather of, uh, of stoic, stoicism, says, uh, you know, do not live as if you're going to live 10,000 years. You know, is your life that precious? I don't. Th what 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 we what I've come to realize is, life is extremely precious. But we're not going to live ten thousand years, and our, yeah. our our memories aren't going to live ten thousand years, and our legacy is not going to live ten thousand years. And the only thing that matters is how we're living our lives today. Right. Today is what matters because you could be gone tomorrow. Right. So and and if and if you get and and worry is just pain moved forward. So if you're worried about dying and you're worried about worried about death, death is inevitable. Death death yeah. is coming for you. I don't care who you are. You know, Kobe Bryant, he you know, he's he's got all the money. Yeah, you know, he's got uh he, he's you know, he's 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 lived an amazing life, but death came for him. Death is coming for everyone and you don't have to be ready for it, but you have to know it's coming and the way the way you honor that, and and I, I, I tell people this, that's that's the reason there is such a thing as death. If we all live forever, life would be meaningless. There'd be there'd mm. be no there'd be no expiration date on it. There'd be no sense of urgency. We'd never savor. You know, without the salty, there's no sweet. And so we have death has to exist for us to honor living. And uh, the way the the way the way to honor living is to live today and not worry about death. And you met you uh, you mentioned something that was kind of poignant. You said. Um... You said pain is more. Say, say that again, please. 
Uh, uh, worry is pain moved forward. So worry you, is when, pain when, moved forward. What is yeah, that? Yeah. So you, you're you're worried about the pain of death and the pain of loss and 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 the pain the the pain of uh, the pain of losing everything. You know, you, you you the things that all the things that you worry about losing your family, losing your business, dying, uh, being sickly, getting old. You know, all of those things exist in the future. But if you're worrying about them, you're making them today's problem. You're making tomorrow's days, tomorrow's problem, today's problem. And uh, one of the things I say in the book, we spend most of our lives uh, letting an imaginary there and then screw up a perfectly good here and now. So we, we let all these things that might happen at some point in the future screw up this moment right here. And this moment right here is all we got. We need to live it big and loud and bold and beautiful and, and, and here now and not worry about that because that'll ha that's 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 either going to happen or it's not going to happen and maybe we can fix it maybe we can't fix it but dying is one we're never going to fix that's happening no use worrying about it it's it's coming just just live <laughs> and and why would you say we're we're a lot of us are stuck in that in that cycle because uh because that's what our brains do we have these big, that's our that's the entire purpose of of our brains is is a, you know a reality simulation machine so yeah. we we we, simu we simulate all these realities, and we worry about we worry about the future, and we also have our regrets for the past, and we are overplaying the things that the things that happened in our past, and it's easy for our brain to get stuck in those loops. You right. get stuck in those loops, wor worrying and regretting and and doing all that, and it's very hard. The hardest thing is to just be here, yeah, to live this moment, and uh, because this moment, you know. Maybe it's not as exciting as the imaginary moment that we had in the head when the guy, you know, the guy, you know, honked at us in the BMW and we're, we're, we're imagining having the big argument with him. That's that's more exciting. And and uh, and th then we that. So our brain, our brain goes off down these rabbit holes instead of living in this plain, ordinary, beautiful moment that we're living in right now. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's a product of, um, you know, the, the human brain not being as evolved as it should be, because coming from the reptilian kind of survival based mindset fight, flight, freeze, the way that we, we react, we, we still, quote unquote, suffer from a lot of that thinking, you know, where yeah. it, it takes a minute to use that different part of our brain, you know, our limbic that provides us thought and logic, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I think, I think about that. It's almost like we, we need to evolve a little bit faster as a human race to keep up with, uh, you know, being more transcendent and being more mindful. I mean, I think this, this is why I think meditation is, is it's, it's so huge, you know, and just general mindfulness, you know, mm -hmm. because it allows us to realize that there's something much bigger than us and that the yeah. problems that we're facing, um, life as a whole is a perception. Our, our life to us is a perception of what life is. It's not what life is per se. Everyone has a different perception of it, you know? Yeah. Uh, but God, it's tough to, to transcend to that, you know, it's Yo, and, and, easy. <laughs> and you, 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 you want to have people look at you like you, like you got three heads, man. Walk into a car dealership, with twenty salespeople, and you're training them, and you, you suggest to them, hey, you should try meditation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, these, you know, these are all type A, you know, alpha, alpha dogs, and it's like, right. you know, but, but here, here's, here's one thing. I, uh, I've interviewed the, uh, the number one salesperson in the, in the number one car salesperson in the world, and, um, and uh, he sells. You know, the average car sales was salesperson sells 10 cars a month. He sells about 200 cars a month, uh, anywhere between 150 and 200 cars a where, month. Where is, where is this person based? Dearborn, Michigan. 
Uh, wow. Ollie Rita in Dearborn, Michigan. And he, he tells me the most, you know, everybody wants to know his trick. How, what's your trick? How do you do this? What, what are the magic words that you say? What's yeah. the magic beans that you use? What's the tool? What's the trick, man? And uh, he, he, he'll tell me, he said, the only trick is realizing that there's no more important person in the world than the one person right in front of you. Ooh. And if you, if you can make everything else go away and devote all of your attention and all of your mindfulness and right. all of your energy into making that person feel important, feel respected, feel loved. Everything else take care of itself. So, but I mean, how can he, the numbers, how can he get those numbers? I mean, it, the lead, there's leads that you need, you know, when pe people, only a certain number of people are walking onto a lot. Yeah. I mean, but he, 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 he doesn't deal with people walking on the lot. He deals with people coming in to see Ollie because he's way past the free pre-framing stage because he's dealing with second and third generation people that he's dealt with. So, so he, he has a brand. He's built a brand. Yeah, he's, he, he, well, he's, he's, he's built a, he's built an enterprise because he has generations and generations and families who send their whole, their whole family to him. And Got because it. they know, they know, like, and trust him. And he's, he's pre, they don't, they don't go on the internet and pre-frame the conversation. Their conversation is let's go see Ollie. And when it comes to time to buy a car, let's go see Ollie. Because he's built these relationships over, you know, over the last couple of decades, uh, and and he's built it by being present with each and every person, one at a time, right there in front of him. So if 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 you know if if somebody walks on the lot to buy a car, he he shakes their hand, how you doing, and he introduces them to a salesperson who doesn't have that. He, you know, mm -hmm. people walking off the streets, he he doesn't deal with that. He, he when people when people come to buy a car, they come to buy from him. I mean, that's powerful. That is that's isn't that the dream? That yeah, that's the come goal. To us. That's people the just goal. come to us. Just right. we've, we've invested into ourselves. We've invested into our network. We've provided a, a ton of value. And now we're reaping the benefits. How, how do you get to that point? Well, you, you, you have to do it. You, you have to start. First of all, uh, like that's the simple answer. You have to start. Mm -hmm. And uh, you start by taking care of one. If, if, if the people aren't coming to see you, take care of the people that you uh, that you do get to see. Make sure you're taking care of them. Make sure you're devoting all of your attention one on one to them, and making making sure that you continue to stay in their life. I was I was talking I was talking to a salesperson last night. He called me, and he's uh, and he's uh, he's at this point he uh, he's been in the business like eight years, uh, but he's 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 about to change. He's going out on his own, and he's doing some things. And I said, okay, well, you've got eight years worth of customers that you need to call up. He said, no, I really don't, because for eight years I practiced. The three C's delivery method. I'd never heard this. I said, the three C's delivery method? He says, yeah, that's right. See the keys, see the car, see you later. He didn't want anything to do with them. <laughs> he didn't want anything to do with them after the sale. So, so he, you know, he, he sent all these people packing, and now he's looking back. He had eight years worth of customers that he could be, that he could be farming and fishing and, and, you know, and working from, but he, uh, he let that all slip ahead. So he has to start now building those relationships with the people that he is working with, devoting all his time and attention to them and make a concerted effort to remain in their lives. See Not the keys, see the cars, see the see you later. See you later. Yeah, you, you have to make a concerted effort to remain in their lives, not to follow up, not to not not to do all the things the CRM says, but just remain in their yeah. lives to maintain that trust. Huh. You know, you mentioned uh Speaking of, of listicles, you mentioned the three E's, educating, entertaining, and, and empathizing. Yeah. So my question for you is, and I, when I ask, it's of course I'm being a little bit facetious, but hey, we're business people. We're not here to entertain other people. <laughs> um, you know, I, 
I, I hear that a lot. Well, you know, I, I hear people say, well, how, how does that benefit me? Well, yeah. So the short answer is, and this has been the answer from, from time immemorial is it ain't about you. Mm. <laughs> it ain't about you. So what's in it for you? Nobody cares what's in it for you. You better care what's in it for them. And they better be able to feel that you care what's in it for them. And, uh, you, you know, it goes back to Zig Ziglar, the 50s or 60s. You can get anything you want out of life if you help enough other people get what they want. Yes. And I've, I've decided people aren't, you know, people don't come to buy cars. People, people, it doesn't matter what you sell. It doesn't matter what, where you sell it. It matters who you are and how you make people feel. And you have to make people feel trusted. We live, our, we, we live in such a fragmented society. And we, going back to the mindfulness stuff and, and all the notifications on our phone, we're all stressed all the time. And our families are, our, our families are fragmented. And our, we have, we have, our social lives are fragmented. And people are just looking for, you know, when you, when you practice that mindfulness and presence in people, people feel it. And, and people respond to it because they're not used to it so much. And that's, uh, that's, that's one of the things I believe that that's what pe people are looking for. Much more than they're looking for a new car or a new watch or, or, or a new iPhone, people are looking for a moment of connection. They're, look, they're, they're, they're looking for a friend. And mm. if, if you can make people feel that, if you can make people feel that, it doesn't matter what you're selling. People are going to be drawn to you and, uh, and, and, and want to hear what you say and want to be with you, want to, want, want to be near you, want to listen to you. So you, you've got some perspective on this, you know, you, you're a, you're obviously a high level thinker, you know, a lot of people in sales, a lot of people in business, they, they have a goal, right? They've got a quarterly goal. Let's just say they've got a pipeline. They have to hit a number. They got to pay their bills. They got mortgages and expenses. And it's difficult to think to exist on a high level because a lot of the stuff that we're talking about, it's, it's a medium to long-term ROI. 100%. Right? Yep. Yep. And it, it's the best ROI and it's the gift that keeps giving, but it's a long game, right? Yeah. And a lot of people can't, and I've been there dozens of times in my life, if not more, you can't jump from this idea where I need to fulfill needs, maintain responsibility for my obligations, pay the bills, but then also have a high mindset, high level of thinking where I can do these great things that you're talking about. How do you solve that problem? Well, you know, you, you, you solve it one customer at a time. And this is what I tell new car salespeople, especially, uh, you know, if you're, if you're in a situation and you want to get to that point, the best way to start is with the next person in front of you. People are coming into the lot and maybe, maybe, you know, Joe Blow comes in to buy a car. He's not there to see you. He doesn't know you from Adam, but here's your opportunity to start the process, to plant the seed. To let the tree grow. Start with that guy in front of you and build a relationship with him. And then the next person that comes in, build a relationship with them. And uh, you, 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 start, you start by doing the job you were hired to do right now. That, that means selling, you know, to then sell to the people in front of you. But make sure you're giving them your all. Make sure they're, you're giving them yourself, your authentic you, and make sure you're continuing to stay in their lives the best way that you can. So is this coming from you as a Mensa high IQ guy, or is this coming from you as boots to the ground experience, getting out there, making mistakes, learning things? Give me well, some perspective here. Well, I, 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 uh, I think being the Mensa high IQ guy has done more damage in my life than, than it ever, <laughs> you know, it ever, ever helped me. You know, I spent, I spent a lot of years as, as the, uh, as the sales guy and, and 
one, I thought, you know, I thought I was smart. I didn't, maybe I didn't have to do all these other things and, and things were going to, uh, to work out for me. Okay. And I, I went at things, I think all of the, my, my, my modern perspective, my new me comes from my 50 years of living boots on the ground and, and going through, you know, cancer twice and, and, uh, and raising three, three daughters and, uh, and seeing, uh, you know, the, the changes in business. And I, I think the IQ thing kind of helped me a little bit to understand what's happening in business and 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 here's here's the thing from a, from a from a boots on the ground perspective if you're an average salesperson and maybe you don't understand some of the things i'm talking about or you don't buy any of the uh the unicorn uh, rainbow mumbo jumbo that i'm spitting uh if you're an average salesperson a robot's going to take your job in the mm. next five in the next five years Boom. there's going to be a robot come there in and do your job much cheaper than you are uh, you know, there's 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 going to be robots. There's going to be chatbots. You know, there's going to there's going to be people who are you know who are flattening the process. The corporations are trying to compress. The margins are getting compressed because of the pre-framing. And uh, there's robots. There's robots to do the simple stuff. The one thing that the robots can't do, and never will be able to do, is build a human relationship. That's yeah. the only thing that you've got. That's the only trick left in your bag, and uh, and we need to start using it. And uh, I think all of this came uh, from from 50 years of observation and, and 50 years of mellowing out and learning to meditate and, and start accepting the way things are instead of fighting for things the, w- the way I wanted things to be. <laughs> well, I think there was this. Uh, this reminds me of a quote actually from recently that I that I uh, that I stumbled upon, which is that it's it's much easier to maintain your principles 100 percent of the time than it is 98 percent of the time. Yeah. You know, and when you have a model, a method by which you live and that you invest in, you build relationships on and grow your business through that, that, that idea of structure and commitment is I think once you make it is it's the best ROI, it's the best investment that you can make because as you start to, it's, it's kind of like working out, you know, you work out for three months, six months, you get healthy, you feel healthy, and then you start to let it go. Yeah. And you say, I don't, I don't need to work out anymore. I don't need to right. meditate anymore. I don't need to eat healthy anymore. I'm good. I got, I right. got my six pack. I feel good. And then yeah. you let it go and then you're back in that cycle. But it seems like a lot of this is, is commitment. It's cadence. It's, it's, it's repetition. How, how do you recommend that people stay in this mindset and don't jump out of it and go back to, to kind of bad methods? The, the same way I, I recommend for everything, well, again, as salespeople and business leaders and entrepreneurs, we're all hard charging type A kind of people. And we think we, we're masters of the universe and, and we control our, our, our destiny. The thing I've always heard is your, your, your life is a product of the decisions that you make. A, yes. lot, a lot of salespeople would love that and believe that. And yes. uh, I find that to be patently false <laughs> because okay. your, your, your life is not a product of the decisions that you make because we decide stuff every day. We decide stuff every day, but we don't do it. We decide okay. stuff every day, but we don't ah, stick to it. So you're coming at this from action. From action. It's 100%. We, you know, what you think and what you decide has got nothing to do with nothing. And the end result, we can't control the end results from anything. So part of it's letting go of these end results and accepting the things that we can control, which are the actions that we take and taking actions on a daily basis until they become right. habits. One step at a time, one day in front of the other. I've run a mile every single day for the last five years in a row. One step in front of the other, one 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 one, one step at a time, and uh, yeah. and the, you you make these things into habits. You make you make sending video messages your habit yeah. until you can't not do it. You make a you make continuing to stay in your customers' lives a habit until you can't not do it. And you have to start small, 
but you have to start now and you have to do it every single day. That's how you get past the, uh, uh, the, the ups and the downs. That's, that's knowledge right there. Uh, if, if we can get ourselves into a place where it becomes our reality and this is what we do every single day, then not doing that is what starts to feel uncomfortable. All right. Yeah. Right. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. It's it's it, it is uh, is completely uncomfortable when you when you get thrown out of that. But part of, again, part of it is letting go of the uh, uh, letting go of this this idea that we have control of the outcome. We don't have control of outcomes. We only have control of inputs, and we have to make the inputs be a habit. Whether the inputs working out or sending a video message. Right. But I think then the the additional kind of factor here is is evolution. You know, yeah. we're we're talking about next generation technology. We're talking about cool stuff. Um, every year, every two years, every three years, there's going to be something cool out there, something shiny that's going to help us do our jobs better, M mostly for the good. I mean, that's how tech works, right? Uh, so how do we get into cadence, follow good practices, not fall off the horse, still have the ability to fail, learn from our mistakes, keep going, persevere, stay positive. I mean, this is, this is a, this is a multifaceted process here. Yeah. Well, I, I, again, the, the the big thing for me is just is is letting go. Is being is letting let, go. Let, let letting go. Of, what do you mean uh, by that? Well, one, uh, because the world changes so fast, uh, letting go of this idea that you have any control over it. We're all just hanging. And this this is one hundred percent the lesson I learned from having three te three going through three teenage daughters. We we're we're not in charge. We're, al <laughs> we're we are along for the ride, and all we can do is buckle up and hang on. <laughs> the right. world's going to change. <laughs> The world's going to change in two years. The world's going to change in three years. The world is constantly changing and we're, we're not in charge. There's nothing. There's nothing we can do to stop that. Just just like we're all going to die. The, we're going to die. The world's going to change. You're 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 never going to change that. There's no use fighting it. And we, we uh, you know, we, we want to hang on to what you know, to what's worked for us. We've been doing something one way for, for 10, 15, 20 years. Right. We want to hang on to that. that. That was good stuff. I made a lot of money doing this. But the yeah. world changed. And so, so we. So speaking of uh, child rearing, teenage daughters specifically, do you believe in uh, reverse psychology? Um, you know what? I, I, I never really, uh, I, I never really, I'm sure it works. I, I, I would think it works when you, when you tell people, I know it works when you, when you tell people they can't have stuff, that's the entire, you know, I spent, you know, decades in advertising. Uh, that's the whole purpose of putting a deadline on something. <laughs> if you don't do this by Friday, you can't do this. Sail, sail in Saturday, Sunday, if you're yeah. out of luck, you know, yeah. so, so yeah, absolutely. Reverse psychology works. The, the, you know, people are motivated by greed or fear. You know, they, they, they and, and, and the fear of missing out is, is the biggest fear. So if you, uh, if you tell people they can't have something, they can't do something, then that's, that, that is a powerful motivator. I, I don't, I never really, really tried to practice that so much in my, my children's life other than, you know, taking away their Barbies, you know, I guess, <laughs> I guess that's reverse psychology. If you, if you, if you don't clean up the Barbies, I'm gonna throw them away. Right. Uh, so, so. And then the modern version of a Barbie is probably the cell phone with the Snapchat or Instagram. Oh, oh yeah. hundred percent. Right. Uh, I mean, I will give a shout out to Barbie because they've they've evolved a lot as a company. They, speaking of evolution, yeah, yeah. Because you know, there's there's racial diversity, there's career diversity, there's all all different types of characters, different body types, figures. Yeah. It's that's a process. I I, I do appreciate that. Uh, so so here's one for you. So, reading. Okay, you got a lot of books behind you. I do. Leaders are readers. Okay. Yep. Thanks. So. Who who has time to read? Okay, I'm I'm 
I'm too busy. I'm, I'm working, I'm selling, I'm building relationships. I'm out there. I also have work-life balance I'm with my, with my kids. How do I yeah. read? Is this well, idea of reading is, is reading a literal thing where we have a book or is reading now conversing, sharing ideas, you know, listening podcasts. What's your take on this? Well, I, th I think, uh, I think, you know, reading is feeding the brain and what, whatever it takes to feed the, feed the brain. Now I, uh, I, I had these books behind me, but all the, all the books behind me, most of the time, because I don't have as much time to read as I would like to in a perfect world, I would, you know, I would read, read a whole lot more. Uh, but since I don't necessarily have the time, uh, the one thing I, I, way I force myself to do it is, is by interviewing authors on my podcast. I have nice. a podcast to get you some radio show. So I'll invite authors on. And uh, if I'm going to interview them about the book, I, I got to read the book. So it, it, it forces me to do it. But what I do is then I'm creating that content and I'm pushing that content out in the world. And hopefully I'm, I'm feeding some other people's heads that some other people's head who maybe they didn't get a chance to read Marketing Rebellion by Mark Schaefer, which is a great, great book. They, they or read The Go-Giver by Bob Bird, who I've interviewed on my show. Um, and uh, maybe if they if they're not if they're not readers. I can still implant some of that knowledge through uh, through my content that I put out on social media and through my podcast that I'm, I'm pushing out and just trying to get that that information into their brains to to help those neurons fire for them. How, however, fires their neurons. Well, I'll, I'll give you a pitch. Uh, I want to send you a free copy of my soon to be released book on Amazon. It's called Click Record. There it's, we go. It's all about video marketing. It's all about the, the waterfall method, which I talk about a lot and just personalization and, and video and, and how to use it to, to drive sales. And it's that year, that book took me a year to write. Yeah. The interesting thing about that book is that I'm the author of it, but only by proxy because it's from conversations like this where I'm able to, to actually quote unquote read. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, 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 if you, uh, one of the things Warren Buffett says is to look for the job you would take if you didn't need a job. Oh and, yeah. And, and if I didn't need a job and just you know, just had to uh, just just did stuff for fun, this is exactly what I would do because I've learned so much from having conversations with these with these thought leaders that uh, that that I you know I put in my my hopper and mix mash it around and right. it always comes out spit you know I spit it out on the other end but it's uh it's all one one big thing and I I've learned more talking to these people and talking to everyone that I communicate with these ways. Uh, and, um, you know, that, that's what human beings do. That's why human beings uh, are so dominant on the, uh, on the planet is because we are social and we can share ideas and, uh, you know, two plus two equals five, you know, we, we get all that going on. We get the mojo and, and one, one idea plus another idea equals a bigger, better idea. And how about, how about this one? Two plus two equals 22. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. You know, uh, to your point, there was a, there was a great quote that I that I recently heard from um, Ricky Ricky Jervis, the you know the MC that did the Golden Globes. He, he does them all the time. He, he's oh yeah, just, yeah. Like, that, he's insane. He's he's talented. He's crazy, provocative. Uh, so he had a quote, and he apparently he told his agent. He said, you know, the only gigs that I want are the ones that I would take if they were for free. That's the sure. only ones I want to address right now. And his agent said, you better not tell that to anyone because that's that's going to remove my leverage. But <laughs> But I think the, the the takeaway there is that when you get a, when you get to a certain place in your career where you actually don't need the money necessarily, um, that's when you start to do the passion projects. And when you do the passion projects, that's when you're living your best self. That's when you're on your true purpose, where you actually are not doing it for the money. And right. of course, that's where you can probably make the most money. Right. It, 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 by by bringing your authentic self to that's my that's my entire goal is I I don't want anyone to look at me. 
and to look at what I'm doing at that moment and be able to tell 100% whether I'm working or playing. I don't mm. want anyone to know, you know, I don't, I don't want people to know that that's my business. So, so I, I, I want to live my life. I want to, I want, I want to go through my life doing exactly what I want to do, making enough money to, to live my life exactly how I want to live. And I just wanted to, to show up when I wanted to show up. So that's where, I, that's where I want to be. So we're, 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 we're trying to get there. Well, I mean, it's, it sounds like you're kind of there. I mean, what, what I love about this conversation is that I've learned a lot from this conversation. You know, I feel like I've built a relationship with you and I want to work with you more. So, yeah. you know, I think that's the value of, of content creation and, you know, what, what is this new form of, of digital networking where it combines content creation and just transparent storytelling? I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's called, but it's, I'm a fan and yeah. guess what? It's exactly what I'd be doing if I didn't need to make the money. <laughs> Yeah. You know, so where can uh, where can people find you? Um, LinkedIn, social channels, website. Yeah, every, everywhere. The, the easiest way is to Google Terry Lancaster. I, I tell everyone I can't hide from the mafia. I better not owe anybody with, uh, you know, with uh, with big guns any money because I'm I'm impossible not to find. So Google okay. Terry Lancaster and Terry Lancaster is going to tell you where, where I'm at on LinkedIn and where I'm at on Facebook and about my YouTube channel and about my podcast and about my website, TerryLancaster.com. It's going to tell you six or seven times there on the front page that I help salespeople make more money, get more reviews, get more referrals uh, by building better, stronger, more authentic human relationships, because that's exactly what I've trained Google to say, which is the other thing about all this content is, uh, is, is the more you spit it out, the more you're feeding the monster, feeding the robots to, to help tell your story. You know, Google, right. Well, this is like, uh, you know, Bruce Clay. I recently met him at a conference here in Los Angeles. He's the quote unquote father of SEO. Yeah. And he has his company has produced so much content on how Bruce Clay is the father of SEO. And I believe he is. He is. He's been in the game since early yeah. 90s. Yeah. Um, but when you start to put content out there and it's backed up and it's got social proof, that becomes reality on the Internet. So I, I really like how you just articulated that that's what you've trained Google to say. And hey, listen, I, I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. You so know? yeah, I, I imagine I imagine if you Google father of SEO, Bruce is going to show up pretty high because he's got he's fed the monster enough times as we have this uh, this unholy alliance. You feed the monster the content. That's what they want. They'll make you famous. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Nice, man. This was this was really uh, this was really good. Well, good, man. I, pre I appreciate you having me on. So uh, yeah. let's stay in touch and let's uh, let's keep spreading the word. Nice, man. Thank you so much, Terry. Really appreciate you. Thanks, Ruben. Thanks, buddy. All right.